the volume. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Jenkins and Jones is brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any other fantasy sport, there's a contest for every fan. FanDuel, more ways to win. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. As always, Jenkins and Jones is hosted by my good friends, Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. How's it going? <laughs> LeJethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's up, Bubba's? Uh, I'm Mike, a.k.a. Guardy B. The, so Tyler just had an internet problem, so we had to restart the intro in the middle of it. So I love, we had like a, a five-minute wait. So for we the, slept the bottom and uh, configured some configuration <laughs> for my end. <laughs> Anything using configuration is going to make me laugh, dog. <laughs> you don't sound like a dork any fucking way you use that word. I can't take <laughs> that word serious, ever. Um, we before we get into for optimal streams, <laughs> <laughs> or essentially, essentially, essentially for the optimal <laughs> recalibrations. I can't take that word serious either, man. <laughs> before we get into basketball, uh, congratulations are in order. Uh, Adam Gracia, one of our uh, world class producers here at Jenkins Fuck and yeah. Jones, uh, just welcomed another baby. He and his wife, uh, welcome Hannah, Sylvia, welcome to the most fertile podcast in, in podcast history. <laughs> Everyone who has worked on this show. Everybody, Everybody. Everybody <laughs> pregnant. Call, is she pregnant? <laughs> this is the Except second one of our then. producers. This is the second one of our producers to have a baby. <laughs> she pregnant. What's that she from, pregnant. dude? What was that two from? Chains. Two, two chains. chains. Yeah. Oh, man. That's too funny. Um... <laughs> Uh, Biko, you're the Brittany, uh, is the exception that proves the rule, so nothing to worry about. She's texting me, she's the oddity. She does not like it when I joke about how fertile the podcast is. <laughs> uh, also, uh, another one of our producers, uh, Jackson Safon, congratulations, very successful, uh, live auction of uh, his very interesting Baba Duke styled art, uh, portraits of NBA players. Uh, raised forty five hundred dollars for charity. Very cool. Love it. Love it. Uh, only shit, quality man. people. Only top quality people at Jenkins. <laughs> yeah. That's all we. That's all. That's all. That's the only we. We. You have to either be the homie like Biko or be pregnant or do charity. <laughs> Otherwise, you're not allowed to work on the show. <laughs> Flat out. Them is the rules. Um, you feel me? Great game four. I oh, feel like. So the, I mean. By far the best game uh, of the series so far. Um, what's the first, like, there's so much great shit to talk about. What's the first, <laughs> what's, the, what's the first thing you want to talk about? 
<sighs> Chris Paul looking 36 than a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, then watch him come back next game and have, and go have fucking 18 assists and no turnovers. Right? Like, oh. like that's, that's kind of how Chris Paul has been this postseason. So Chris I'm not Paul gonna... spoiled the he spoiled the fuck out of a great game from Devin Booker though. Yeah, 40, 42 for Buck. Oh sh. You can you can tell how good Chris Paul plays by how bad Aiden plays. You know what I mean? Or good. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if Aiden has 20, Chris Paul had a good game. You know what I mean? If he's six to seven, Chris Paul probably struggled. You know what I mean? Like there's a direct correlation there. You know what I mean? And it was we saw that today. I totally agree. Um, I think first of all, let's we'll start we'll start with Christian Middleton. Uh, <laughs> quite Christian Middleton, future answer signee, <laughs> <laughs> player exclusive uh, coming soon. We know that beefiest, ugliest PE ever <laughs> was uh, was just sitting around waiting and then fucking chomped it down when it was time. Um, God damn, man. I, he's another one where, you know, you say, oh, he didn't have a good game, and then he'll come back and drop 40 the next game. Like, it's just, it's been a crazy, crazy playoffs. I feel like Chris just does what he wants when he wants. I don't know if, I mean, like, I'm watching him. I'm like, when it's time to get a, when he wants to get a bucket, he just goes and gets a bucket. It just, it looks, it looks pretty easy for him to get 39 points. You know what I mean? Like, he gets in the paint really well. He's shooting over anybody. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it, I, Chris Middleton is like he's he's what we think Paul George is. I think that's what <laughs> he's, no we, we might need to adjust that. Chris Middleton sure. is the LeBron James of Paul George's. Bro, bro, bro. <laughs> I need to amend that quote. Bro, I think I think that's a fact, bro. Like yeah. that motherfucker is a bucket. And it's so weird because we've mocked him for so long. The nigga's a bucket, bro. Flat out. You can't take it from him. I will say a little thing that I like is the ref. Not giving Buck that sixth foul. <laughs> that oh, sixth foul. Yeah. Ayesha Curry was right. The NBA is rigged. <laughs> hey, we've all seen it with our bro, own. Bro, it's, it's, it's finals crunch time. The 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 you know um uh, the team's best player who's had forty so far. You let that ride late in the fourth, bro. Yeah, I'm oh, with yeah. that. You know, I'm totally with that, dog. We're, we're not here to see Cam Johnson pull the leg, pull, you know, <laughs> lead lead the Suns to victory. You feel me? Like, no, nah, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I was, I mean, I was, that was a, a that was the first time. That's the, I, hold on. That's the most egregious, crazy fucking bro. no call I can ever remember. He fouled that, he fouled him three times. <laughs> that's the <laughs> first, that should have been that his sixth, seventh, right? and eighth foul. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> I will that's say, a, though, I hated, I hated how they called that, that swipe on Giannis on the next play. Like, if you're going to let Book slide with that, you let, let Giannis slide with that shit, too. You know what I mean? But, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad they, that they didn't I, give Book. That one. I'm glad about it too. I do think the fifth foul call was meh. You know what I mean? So maybe it's a, a bit of a makeup on that. And that did change the game when he went and sat with five fouls. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. That yeah, yeah, the yeah, for the yeah, for sure. completely. yeah. Yeah. But man, but he, I mean, he, I don't know why he did it. He hacked the shit out of him. Like he, he was trying to foul his him. fucking mind for a second. That was a horrible decision, bro. Run to the fucking 18th row. Steer clear of that motherfucker. It's two and I, points. that was the first time I've ever been glad the refs were fucking trash. I'm like, thank <laughs> God these refs fucking suck, bro. Thank God these finals, NBA finals refs are garbage. Because we get to see the best player on the court at the moment get buckets still. But yeah, bro, that was a horrible non-call. But I'm happy it happened. Yeah. Exactly. I don't think there, there's no like name for the subset of like NBA Twitter or NBA fandom that we're a part of, but it's like the three of us, Shay Serrano and a couple other people who Shay literally tweeted, let Devin Booker foul as many people as he wants to foul. Like don't foul him out of the game. And it is like, I understand the rules of the game are important. <laughs> I do understand that, but yes, I would have been so bummed had he fouled out of the game at that moment. That you are just like, yes, let Devin Booker play. So this is not a campaign. If it ain't a DDT, bro, keep booking, bro. Right, right, right. Do not call anything less than a rock bottom on that man. (laughs) Don't forget this is entertainment. I don't give a fuck, man. Right, right, right. I'm here for the fun. You know what? But, 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 But there's been talk about how some people are pushing for a rule where you can designate one guy to not be fouled out on your team. And I kind of... 
I'm with it, but then we motherfuckers out there with 26 fouls again in one game. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't know if we want that, but but like shit like that. I'm like, yo, let the stars play. It's the fucking finals. Three minutes left in the fourth. Like, let that shit ride, bro. There is actually, and I I know this because I've covered one basketball game where it happened in high school basketball in California. If you foul out to where you don't have five players, you get to keep the fifth player in, and it's a technical foul. So free throws plus possession every time that person every time that person commits a foul. But would you not prefer that to Devin Booker's (laughs) sitting at the end of the game? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Attaching a technical to it would, but yeah, yeah. You can foul Jay Crowder out, but like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Should Monty be able to? I don't know. So my friend Ryan did text me. He said if they (laughs) if they weren't going to ever call a six foul on Devin Booker. Did Monty fuck up by leaving him out of the game for so long? <laughs> yeah, that's something to consider there too. Oh man, um, Giannis, and it, like we just can't say it enough. Like whose knee bent backwards recently? Um, started out slow again, but then that block on the lob from Booker to Aiton, I thought was better than his chase down block. Like I thought defensively that was one of the craziest like if you look at the freeze frame of where he was when book let that pass go it doesn't it doesn't make any sense and he it was perfect where he where he put his hand i think that's the perfect encapsulation of Giannis's best attribute he's not a he's not afraid to get embarrassed or embarrass himself because that shit could have gone real real bad and a lot of guys would have given up on that. You know what I mean? Like Giannis, Giannis could have been yammed on in the most yammy-ish way this postseason. <laughs> for game. You know yeah. For game right? and borderline for series. Yeah. 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 But, but you know, that's what I love about Giannis. He's got a short memory. He doesn't care if he failed because he, if he fails because he's going to try again. And, and I just don't know how people don't like Giannis, bro. I, I, I fucking love Giannis. Do people all the, all the actually not like him? Like, do they actually not like Giannis? I'm, I don't. I don't think. Is that? Is that? You think that? What have you? What, have either of you guys? The only hate I feel like I've seen of Giannis is maybe bronze. Like, is fans of other players being like, Giannis doesn't get criticized the way my favorite player. You know what but I mean? They don't, I don't actually dislike him. It's just like, like no, they I agree. Want some type. I agree. Of, you know, it's they more like the player that they like. It's not out of like hate for Giannis. This is more like when with Giannis, it seems like when people talk about him, it's purely basketball. Like, it's not emotional. It doesn't come from a bad place. It's just like. The nigga play like a fucking street shark, nigga. Like that was not, they wasn't, he wasn't clowning Giannis. He was saying what he truly felt inside of him. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think it's just all about basketball. But yeah, like, I think people like Giannis. But what's crazy, I'm look, like, his, what do you got? Like 27 and 14, 26 and 14. And it looks like 26, 14 and eight assists. For Giannis, right? And, 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 and it looks assists. regular. Yeah, like it looks yeah. like a regular. That's the most regular stat line we've seen Giannis have in the like last three or four games, and that, that's what I mean. You, the, 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 he's 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 special, and he like said he even started off slow. Do we think he had an anxiety attack again, though? Do okay, I, so, let's talk about that. Yeah, this is what we wanted to talk about, and I'm I I hope someone probably will ask him about it because it's the second game in a row that it happened, and they were you know they were talking about it on the broadcast too. He goes in for a couple minutes. He asked to be subbed out, and it just looked like something's up. Like Tyler said, like he looks gassed. It looks like he's having trouble getting his breath, and like, and he, and then he's just real passive. I mean, I think he had one shot in the first like seven minutes of the game or something like that, even after he came back. So I, I don't, I mean, I'm not in no way, shape, or form trying to play armchair psychologist or whatever, but like something's clearly going on. It's two finals games in a row at home. So I, I don't know. I mean, what do you think, John? I, I, I don't. I don't know if it's an anxiety attack because, like Tyler said, he has such a short memory. It seems like Giannis doesn't think in the way that I would think. You know what I mean? Like he's very un-American in a great way. Right, right, right. And he yeah. doesn't he doesn't care about things in the way we care about them. But I mean, you can't. The, the moment is big. I mean, and I, I talked to I talked to Kenny Smith about this shit. He was saying like you can be overwhelmed by the moment, even though I thought maybe a Giannis couldn't. But I feel like he just gathers himself and just you know figures it out. So maybe he. Maybe it is anxiety, but he just figures out how to cope with it in the moment, which is really a healthy way of thinking. But I, it, it's 
it's it, we know it's not a doo doo break anymore. We know that it's not a <laughs> the man's not it's not him taking his shit. You know what I mean? Like they need to take his shit, but. So I, I think it may be anxiety, but maybe maybe he got into like a, a weird superstition loop where it was like he ate some super spicy Greek dessert before <laughs> game three that gave him the shits, but they won the game. So he was like, I have to eat it again before game four. I don't know. I mean, who knows? And then walk it off. You know, I, I don't bro. I don't know, man. I don't know. Tyler, what are you, you Tyler? You're talking in the group chat about like. Anxiety is just, it's just a weird thing. Like you, you can't ever be so good factually that your brain doesn't respond to what it perceives as threats, right? Like you could be the best in the world or something to still be super anxious about it. Right, right. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to psychoanalyze Giannis here either because who the fuck am I? This dude is a fucking seven foot back-to-back NBA MVP. You know what I mean? So, but, but, but I will say I'm talking speech, strictly speaking on anxiety here, not speaking on Giannis. It's like, Anxiety happens even when you do routine shit. You know what I mean? You know, like, like, like when I told y'all that I get anxiety sometimes before I've got to lead a meeting for work and I've led a million fucking meetings and every time I lead a meeting, I kill that shit. I'm like, what the fuck was I stressing out for? You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's definitely not doo-doo. We know that much. <laughs> the, the poop theory is out the window. But like I said, I don't want to psychoanalyze a guy who 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 hasn't spoken on it himself, who hasn't told us what it is. Himself. Yeah, for sure. So I mean, we'll see. And if he doesn't want to tell us what's happening, even that's totally his right too. So who knows? It is. I will be honest with you. I, I'd be surprised if that's the case, though. He's so honest and yeah, open about honest. I love basically about everything. Right. You know, I mean, I feel like if if, if he is struggling with anxiety we're probably going to see some very moving PSAs within the next month or two. You know what I mean? Like he just, John was talking earlier about how um, people don't really criticize Giannis personally. And I would just say for me, I'll always remember. I, it was a couple of years ago. There was a video that went viral of, he was at like a, an autograph signing in Milwaukee and this little girl, like an elementary school girl, I think it was a little girl brought him a folder of like all of the drawings she had made of him and gave it to him. And he like stopped he like stopped everything. And if you've ever been to or covered one of those types of events, there's a hundred people try- that are telling him he's not allowed to stop things, right? Like you got to move it through, move it through. No, 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 no. No one's allowed to come behind the table to take a picture. Like there's a ton of handlers of those events. And he was like, stop and open the folder. And he's looking at all the drawings. And he was like so moved. And he spent so much time with that little girl to like make her feel special that she'd done that for him. That for me, I know their media events and everything. But whenever I see an athlete act like that with kids, it's just they're automatically like gold minted to me. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Because he could have just said thank you and it would have been cool of him. You know what right, I mean? Right, right, right. You you've got to be a pretty big deal to occupy like the mindsets of a seven-year-old. Because when I when I was seven, there were like three or four, you know, celebrities who I idolized. It was like Hulk Hogan, Mike Tyson, Michael Jordan. That might have been it, bro. You know what I mean? And like, Raphael like the for- Ninja Turtle. Like- right, right. <laughs> right, right. Some fictional motherfuckers. But yeah, like, you, you, you know, he's, he's someone who seems to fully take in everything about the moment he's in. You know what I mean? He, he's, he's someone who's, who's super duper fucking honest. Like, you know, he's in a playoff series with KD and saying, yo, this dude is the best guy in the league. Right, like he's not—he's not so focused on, you know, the goal is this, the goal is that, blah blah blah, that he gets so blindsided that he can't appreciate the moment that he's in. And I love that about Giannis. I think people that usually have anxiety is due to like, you know, unhealthy thinking. And I think he thinks, like, I don't know if there's an NBA player who I hear speaking. It seems like they think healthier. You know how, you know what I mean? I like, think it's more overthinking than unhealthy. And okay. Giannis might be an overthinker. You know, like I, said, think, I, don't think, I think people who are super duper appreciative overthink things a lot too. I mean, as you far know, as I'm healthy. As far as I'm healthy, I mean like negative coping mechanisms to dealing because we all have anxiety. All of us do. Every single human on the planet. But when it comes to like an issue is when you don't cope with it in a positive way. Right. Like if I don't deal with my emotions in a, in a, in a, in a positive way or in a healthy way, then it becomes anxiety. I know that. You know what I mean? Like so like, yeah, I think he seems like he thinks in a healthy way. So. I don't know if it would ever get to the point where it's anxiety. Does you know what I mean? It, but what, what I what I would say is no one who's successful at that level in any field is like perfectly emotionally healthy, because because if you were, you would not be pushing yourself and killing yourself the way that right. Like the greatest athletes, the greatest musicians, the greatest comedians, whatever. 
if you were perfectly emotionally healthy, you'd be able to accept like, oh, if I went like 80% here, I could have the chillest, best life ever. You know what I mean? And it's not internally, it doesn't, it just doesn't work that way or they wouldn't be in the place that they are. You know what I mean? But a Giannis to me, I don't know if he even shows this shit. I think this shit shows him. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't think if you're as athletic. But we feel that way from the outside. That's still his life seven days I, I, a week. I, I hear you. Know you know what I mean? I hear you. But as athletic as he is, look at his build. You know what I mean? Like, dudes that long shouldn't be able to have that type of muscle. Okay, so okay, so hold on. We just got a we just got a message from uh, our, the aforementioned Jackson Safon, our producer, who uh, linked us to a tweet, Giannis, on why he came out of the game early each of the last two games. How do I say this politely? I had to take a tinkle, bro. We just did. He later confirms that this is what happened in both games. <laughs> I can't believe he threw us for the screwball. We we were thinking poopy. And it was pee pee, bro. Like, but no, we just did all of this for this nigga to say I had to pee. <laughs> this is the second podcast we've went so hella far in on this fucking talking about sharing anxiety, personal anxiety stories, coping mechanisms, <laughs> sharing our stories, like you said. And this nigga said, "Hey, bro, I just had to pee," and that makes sense. <laughs> hey, I gotta pee, my yeah. nigga. A Giannis just has to pee. He's built for this shit. <laughs> you feel me? I, that's, I think that's that's funny, though. That's hilarious. Okay, let me uh, abruptly grind gears. We are going to come back to basketball a little bit later to uh, to talk about uh, a couple other stories. But before we get there, I have to ask you guys, would you right now look in a mirror and say Candyman three times? Yeah. Would you do it? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. 11-year-old me wanted that, but yeah, you know. Definitely. I don't know some bullshit. I'll say that bitch a million times. Uh, right? Give me some money to say that as many times as you <laughs> I, I, I report myself. I, I, will, I will say this, though. Candyman, if you look up his stats, that, like I, like Freddy Krueger, whole-ass nigga. You feel me? Chucky, <laughs> whole-ass nigga. You know what I mean? Candyman was a whole-ass man. He like 6'4". You know what I mean? That nigga could have, you know, played point guard for somebody, G. Like, so like I would say it, but like if I'm gonna have to fuck with a with a with a horror movie nigga, Candyman will be like probably right before Jason. You know what I mean? Like, because or or Mike Michael Myers, I don't know, one of them niggas. But yeah, yeah. He he up there on that level as far as like a real nigga. You feel me? I would not look in the mirror and say it. Why did you? Why did you ask this? Why? Why why'd you ask this? What made you ask it's that? It's come up a couple of times on Twitter that people were talking about whether they would or would not, and I've been like, I definitely like. What? What would I gain from doing it? You know but what I what, mean? I mean, do you really? Is there? What is? What is there? There? I, I, I get your logic. It makes sense to me. But you know, there's it's no not upside real. to it. There's no. Correct. There's there's no downside either. There's no side to it. There's nothing. It's more likely because the respect of people for saying it or whatever doesn't mean literally anything to me. So the yeah, point, yeah. oh, 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 one percent downside outweighs the zero flat zero upside. Like if that nigga came out, bro, I don't want to be here anyway. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like if that if this is the world we living in where Candyman really exists, I don't belong in this one. <laughs> Let me see what happened in the next life, because yeah. bro, I yeah, can't. I, fuck I, with need, a, I need to get into into whatever world Candyman's at, where you can just pop up on a motherfucker anytime you want. Like, like what astral planes are you traveling? Dragonfly, 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 dragonfly. Right, call me out, man. We we just gonna talk some shit about rap and like smoke a joint and keep saying that five times. Right. But this how this nigga living? You know, imagine how he exists when he ain't around on this weak-ass planet, bro. He'd probably be mad when he have to come here. That's why he be killing niggas. Like, like, oh, yeah. This like, boy, goddamn, leave me alone, right, bro. Right, right. <laughs> Y'all gotta come to Earth, nigga. I'm over here hopping to Andromeda for fucking week for holiday. You know what I mean? Like, nigga, fuck you mean? <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Um, Twitter, Twitter announced today that they are uh, killing fleets. R.I.P. to fleets. Um... Tyler, you are the most knowledgeable person about Twitter. What what are your thoughts on the demise of fleets? Did you ever partake of them? I I, I fleeted. I, I I got my fleet on about <laughs> four or five times. You know, saying um, I just don't get how they said that only our most active users were using fleets. Like, 
why are you steering away from some shit that your most loyal fucking consumers fuck with? I didn't get that, but either way, I'm not missing no fucking fleet, so I don't give a fuck. So yeah. This nigga said I got my fleet on. That really tickled me. That really fucking tickled me. Bro, I think the reason they didn't work because they were fucking called fleets. That is a horrible fucking name, dog. You know what I mean? Like what film tweets fleets like that's bro. Like that shit's lame as fuck, bro. But I mean, also, I don't give a fuck. No, I mean, I ne- I think I did use them like twice. You know what I mean? It's it's I, we're not I tw- we're not th- the thing is like we're not tweeting for that shit. You know what I mean? Like Twitter already has everything I need out of Twitter, bro. It's had that shit for fucking ever since it moved to what 140 characters or 280 characters or whatever. Ever since then, I didn't need anything else. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I, they said I'm working on. You remember how mad people were at when it went from what, 140 to 280 characters? I thought I I thought it was going to be. I thought I was going to hate that shit. You know what I mean? Like I thought that I, 140 I, shit was you brutal thought, when you look back on it, bro. You couldn't bro, say shit, bro. That was the two fucking sentences at the bro. most. Like what the fuck? Bro. I was about to say, in retrospect, people were really furious at the idea they might have to read four sentences right. <laughs> in one tweet. Remember we thought, like, we're not reading. We're not reading all 280 characters. <laughs> and we, it, it was almost like we were fighting for the honor of, like, if you're a really good tweeter, you can get it off in 140. You know what I mean? Like, it was real, like, some real uppity-ass shit, bro. You know what I mean? But... Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. After that, I didn't need anything else. Like Twitter's trying to create all these other things. Like Spaces is cool, I guess. When have you tapped into a space and listened to that shit though? I don't <laughs> like motherfuckers knowing I'm in their rooms. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, bro. I mean, like, like, please don't shout me out or try to put me on the spot. I might be halfway interested in what you say, but then I might leave after like two minutes and don't think I'm a dickhead either way. So I don't fuck with Spaces at all, bro. How do y'all operate with Twitter though? Like I just tweet and then I get off the tweet. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, unless I'm it's like a game or something. But most of the time I just tweet it and I leave the phone and then I come back and then interact with my mentions. You know what I mean? Like, are y'all tweeting and then staying on Twitter? Do y'all stay on Twitter like throughout the day? I do sometimes. I don't be doing shit else. It just depends on uh, how much time I'm spending, like at my at a desk or whatever. You know what I mean? If I'm out doing shit, I'm not really on it at all. But I would also say Twitter is weird because the experience of people who use Twitter, like you, your guys's experience and the experience of like 95% of Twitter users who have less than a thousand followers, they're not really comparable experiences at all. Like I retweeted a friend of mine who's a baseball coach. He made a joke about how bad the new Kurt Warner movie looks. And I retweeted it. So then Trill retweeted it because I'd retweeted it. So he got like 160 retweets on it. He texted me like four times that day. He's like, this fucked my whole day up. He's like, I have people <laughs> yelling at me about how great of a person Kurt Warner is and how good the rant, like all this other stuff. And I was like, that's what Twitter's like for all the people you follow on Twitter. Right, <laughs> like, right, right, content. right. That's why they don't look at that yeah. shit. <laughs> like I, exactly. I, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, that's why I don't pay attention to motherfuckers who are like, why do celebrities react so much on done here? Like, and it's always a council, like 400 followers, bro. If a hundred motherfuckers came at you in your mentions, you wouldn't know what the fuck to do. And these you motherfuckers would not live with that day in and day out. Right. These motherfuckers live with that day in and day out times a million. You know what I mean? So so I do not, you know, fucking trip on the way celebrities react or the motherfucker saying some shit to them. Because like I said, motherfuckers have no idea. Like I retweet people and they're like, oh my God, I had no idea this was like the world you live in. I was like, yeah, motherfucker, this is me every day, bro. Welcome to hell. <laughs> you know? so, but but what Twitter's <laughs> taught me is everyone wants that. They do. And so or they, they would not, yeah. or they wouldn't be tweeting. And then number two. Everyone's full of shit when they say like, oh, well, I would just everyone's full of shit. Mm-hmm. Like no one mutes it and moves on the first time they get flamed up. You know what I mean? No one. No yeah. one has ever done that. <laughs> I mute people for like the dumbest shit. And it's not even because I'm mad. Like I'll mute them because like I don't think I'll ever want to hear you say anything. Like today I tweeted that I was like uh, Drew Holiday shoots. And then I was, but I actually typed shits. Like, you I typed guess, like, shits. I saw, I yeah, saw yeah. that. And yes. then I, I typed, you know, the rim was like, nigga, please. Cause he just like, nigga can't, you know, whatever. 
And I corrected it to shoots and then like deleted and corrected it, whatever. And people were like talking about like, I saw that or some shit, right? And I just muted everybody. It's like, nigga, I don't ever like, not, it's not because I'm mad at you or none of that shit. It's just like, bro, of course you saw it, nigga. Like, I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, but I just know that you'll probably never say anything I give a fuck about if you would <laughs> stoop to saying that. To, to that, for you know what I mean, like <laughs> that lame ass shit that eighty people said to me, like I don't probably have to talk to you ever, you know, because that you're you're boring, <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm never you, you know bring what nothing mean? new. You to, bring to nothing interesting. Here. It's like I worked with two men in the <laughs> truck, and, they, and when we'd have three people, they'd be like, "I thought it was two men in the truck," and they said it oh, every like, oh, time. Gotcha. And yeah. I'm like, "You're that nigga. I don't have to talk to you ever again." And I love you, and I appreciate you, but you're muted, nigga. Like, <laughs> but that's very different from the first time people were comparing you to um what's his name what's the actor everyone says you look like uh uh the the uh bird nigga what's his name anthony mackie nigga anthony bird mackie, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bird nigga yeah 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 the first time everyone was talking about you look like anthony mackie i know you were checking those but you know what i mean like i know you yeah. were looking at that stuff and that's it, it is it is just that way that's funny like everyone as tyler said with 400 followers thinks well if i was you know, mm -hmm. this famous actor, I wouldn't care what people said. It's like, yes, yeah, why do you think you he's would. a famous actor? <laughs> I never <laughs> mute anybody for clowning me with about the Anthony Mackie shit. That's not, you know, right. it's, it's no, really for sure, for sure. dumb shit. It's dumb shit. It's the stupidest reasons that I mute people. You know what I mean? It's just for being boring. That's when I usually mute people. You know what I mean? The NBA Finals are finally here, and FanDuel Sportsbook has a championship offer you don't want to miss. Because during the finals, new users get 30 to 1 odds on the Bucks or the Suns to win their next game. That means you can win $150 on a $5 bet. I think the Suns are going to keep the streak going of winning at home. The home team has won every game so far this playoff, so I would bet on the Suns for game five. With FanDuel Sportsbook, there are more ways to win on FanDuel during the NBA Finals. And when you do win, getting your money is a layup. You'll get paid in as little as 24 hours. Just sign up with promo code J ampersign J to bet the NBA finals with 30 to one odds. Once again, that's promo code J ampersand J. That's J and J like Jenkins and Jones to unlock 31, 30 to one odds on either team to win their next game exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Disclaimer. Must be 21 and over and present in Colorado, Indiana, or New Jersey. Must wager in designated offer market. $10 first deposit required. $150 max bonus. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys. This is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair? Or to have hair plugs. I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like, check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping. <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know. But I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot. And now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Speaking of stupid and boring, our Booger Boy of the Week in a fucking landslide is Stephen A. Smith, uh, not once but twice for saying that uh, Shohei Otani could not be the face of Major League Baseball because he uses an interpreter. And then for, uh, like, after the USA basketball team lost to the Nigeria basketball team, which was like, first of all, great. And like that the Nigerian Twitter account is so much more interesting than anything that happens on any of ESPN's talking head shows. He, he chose to just basically make fun of the Nigerian players names as being hard to pronounce. So Stephen A. Smith, Booger Boy of the Week. How did he think that was going to turn out? Like he has to understand the fucking internet, bro. Like that's extremely disrespectful. There's no way you're getting away with that shit. And the Otani shit, like, that's 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 how we thought about America, like, 25 years ago. You know what I'm saying? We said that type of shit in boxing. You can't be a great boxer or the best boxer in the world and not speak English. Nigga, shut the nigga, bro. That is not how this shit works anymore, bro. It's, it's, bro, it's it wild. Ain't even an ang- it's not even an English barrier problem, MLB, because... And there's so many smart baseball people who say Mike Trout, this guy is like a top three baseball player all time. And no one gives a fuck. No one gives a fuck. It's not the Mike, Mike Trout is an American white man. <laughs> he speaks English perfectly. And no one gives a fuck. It's a marketing problem. It's not a angle, you know, it's not a language barrier problem there. But you know, I don't know how you fuck up on two different fronts the way the way Stephen did. Like, if you have to issue an apology the next day, that's multi-layered. That if you got like two chat, if you got you know Roman numeral number one on your apology write up, you Roman numeral number two on that script. How bad did you fuck up in one day, dog? God damn! If your publicity team is suggesting you use the words "whereas" and "therein" in your notes apology. <laughs> like it, it didn't go well for you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I couldn't. I honestly could not fucking. I couldn't. I couldn't believe either of them, to be honest with you. But um, I guess I don't know. And <laughs> I'm so oh, over Tony's the whole. A fucking, he's an eight foot fucking pitcher that's hitting fucking five hundred yard home run, five hundred foot home runs in batting practice. Like five. That motherfucker, that motherfucker <laughs> could speak Martian. <laughs> and he could be the face of baseball. The fuck do you mean? He is not normal. He is completely, he's, he's the only him we've ever fucking seen. Who gives a fuck if he, you know, if he can speak English or not? That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, it is also worth noting that multiple other Japanese players previously have basically pretended they couldn't speak English because they just didn't want to <laughs> deal with like Ichiro's Ichiro acknowledged that like he's acknowledged that several times. Like it's just a way to have a little bit more privacy, which especially when you're, you know, I mean, he's not from Anaheim, you know what I mean? You come to a new country and stuff like I'd absolutely use an interpreter as much as fucking possible. Like give me some extra time. Let me speak in the language that I'm most comfortable in, whatever. But like, no one gives a fuck. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no one's watching a baseball game to see Otani deliver a monologue in English. Like, <laughs> bro, like, all he's gonna tell us is the same shit that he that all the like. There's a, there's a there's standard ass answers to questions that every fucking player gets that gives. You know what I mean? For the most part, bro. You feel me? Like, I don't. Nobody really gives a fuck about none of that shit. 
The motherfucker hits the ball 550 fucking feet, nigga. Like, <laughs> right, and strikes out right. motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? It's a winning pitcher. Throws what a ball 100 miles an hour <laughs> and, and hits 550 yard. Bro, like that doesn't that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. He just also has and like living in Southern California, you're so fucking right about Mike Trout. It's like Mike, like Tyler, you're so right. Like Mike Trout's great, but what you hear about with Mike Trout is baseball people telling you how much you should care about Mike Trout. And what you hear in Southern California about Otani is everyone going, I have to go watch this dude fucking play. You know what yeah. I mean? Like no one's convincing anyone. Everyone wants to, it's not homework. Right. And there's just a certain like star power. I don't give a fuck what language you speak, what country you're from. There was a viral video of him seeing Peyton Manning in the locker room before the Major League Baseball All-Star game. And he like pointed at him and did like a funny, awkward, like football throwing motion. And it's the funniest (laughs) shit I saw the whole day. You know what I mean? It's just like certain people have that fucking it factor. And like you said, it Mike Trout is everything baseball says that it wants. He's a white American dude built like a fucking tractor. Like, right. <laughs> but Otani is like, you know, my kid goes to school and people are talking about him. It's just a different kind of a thing. And if you work for ESPN, you're still, I mean, Stephen A. Smith is not stupid. I just don't understand how you miss that, miss the boat on that. That shit doesn't make it, but it's just as dumb as thinking you're not going to get fired up for making fun of African players' names, bro. Like, I don't know. Has Mike Trout ever been brought up by anybody that wasn't in baseball? I have literally never heard anybody talk about Mike Trout that wasn't involved in sports or baseball in some way. Like he, like, like, oh, that, that is, have y'all ever heard anybody bring that man's name up? He's the best player. The most passionate thing. Yeah. He's one of the best players of all time. The most passionate thing I've ever heard was a sports writer. Who's also an angels fan yelling on Twitter that, it shouldn't matter that no one recognize would no, that no one would recognize him at the mall, but he even acknowledged no one would recognize the dude. At the yeah, mall. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, like LeBron or KD would never have that problem, bro. Peyton Manning wouldn't have that problem. Tom Brady wouldn't have that problem. It's it's a marketing problem with baseball, you know. And I have no idea. Or it's just that he's a boring dude, bro. And you know what I mean? Because you because people recognize Tatis and Otani. Right, you know what I mean? Right, right, <laughs> like, right, it might just right, be right. that this dude and more power to him. You know what I mean? If you're a boring dude, you just want to play baseball and hang out, like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, he looks just like every nigga I've ever known in real life that played baseball. You know what I mean? Like, right. I mean, I played baseball. I'm traveling team up until, like, ninth grade. You know what I mean? Like, he looked like 48 motherfuckers that I went up against. You know what I'm saying? When I played baseball, bro, like, it's... He, 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 looks, like, he looks like the dude in high school who, who played baseball, and then you see him... Years later, wearing your high school's baseball hat, and you're like, "Oh, you still ain't let that go, huh?" He looks like right. one of them motherfuckers. Right. <laughs> I could throw the ball over that mountain ass nigga. You know what yeah, I mean? Uncle like, Rico ass nigga. Right? Yeah. Like Uncle Rico. He looks like every one of them. Right. Of them. So like, he just he just plain, bro. You don't see Otani's ever. You know what I mean? If so, Mike Trout went to a bar and gave you the whole tired ass story yeah man i was i was a, a baseball great in high school man but you know injuries and coaching man it kept me out if he did that politics he would, yeah if, if he, that that is some some for some fucking content we need because i promise you everyone who might trust that to would have no idea he was mike trout and would think he was full of shit like i would love to see that mike trout acting like a washed up high school baseball player and no one knowing he's mike trout that would be super fucking funny um we just mentioned it. The Nigerian team beat uh, the USA basketball team. The Australian team then came out and did the exact same thing. Um, this Just has me like, do, it, do not let Rudy Gobert dance on us. Do not, like, do not let Rudy Gobert have a plus one on the fucking NBA. The oh god, that's the only like I am not patriotic at all. Like I don't give a shit if they win this shit. You know what I mean? But it would be cool. Yeah, it would be cool if they did. I don't give a fuck if they don't. I just do not want Rudy Gobert to beat us. <laughs> Y'all better not lose to France, bro. Y'all better not, man. That's it. You're like you don't care if they go one and fourteen with losses to Argentina, Spain, whoever. As long as we beat France, you're yes, good. That's your Ohio good. State, Michigan game, right? What the fuck? <laughs> do you think they're in trouble, or do you think like is is just their exhibition games? 
I think both things can be true. They yeah. they don't they didn't have everyone in the exhibition games, but at the, but I do think people have correctly been pointing out, and I, I watched uh, I watched uh, so I watched some of both games. Like they're they're playing they're soft. They're just a little NBA bit basketball. They play NBA basketball in yeah. FIBA, and, and those they don't FIBA call refs that do not give a motherfuck no, that you are Kevin Durant. They don't bro. give a fuck. Like, <laughs> but even like oh, when like I remember Bronny's like I remember Bronny's team went overseas, and they were talking about how they don't call fouls. Like you know what I'm saying like you know they were beating us up like no, you know like that is just overseas basketball. They don't be calling that weak ass shit. You know, you can't play you can't play James Harden basketball overseas. It's just because bad. all of the irreplaceable players that are billion dollar franchises are in the NBA. You know what I mean? Like right. you go to China, you go to Turkey, wherever, the physicality of basketball is part of what they like about it. Those are those are like water polo countries. They want to <laughs> see people getting knocked around. You know what I mean? Like that's part of the entertainment of the sport. Like they don't have football. Basketball is one of their big contact sports in like Europe and everything else. So yeah, they don't want it. They don't want any of that shit. And FIBA, right or wrong, I mean, it's not the NBA's refs. You know what I mean? Like it's an international form of basketball. Like so, I, 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 I they could be in trouble. I don't, I don't really think that they're going to lose. Um, but Pop seemed real defensive with the reporter who asked him why they were losing to teams that they'd blown out in the past. Mm-hmm. So maybe he, maybe he is worried about it. I don't know. But in yeah, and and everyone's saying you know wait till the finals in but bro we're getting like what book and middleton like some more perimeter scores this team doesn't need that they need fucking you know facilitating point guards and they, and they need bigs from what we've seen so like middleton and book don't help there but um like i said i'm not patriotic i i, I I'm, I'm at the point now where i wouldn't be surprised if they don't win gold i'll say that much are you you're not patriotic like with the olympics the Olympics basically the only time I'm like a red, white, and blue mother. Like I'm always I am patriotic on a scale. On, on a scale. Like I think Nigeria beating USA is awesome. Australia yeah. beating us is like, I don't know, man. I'll race this <laughs> fuck down there. Like, <laughs> I, like, like that's kind of where, where I'm at. I'm on a scale of my patriotism when it comes like to Like you're this. rooting for Simone Biles, but you're not tearing up at the national anthem during the gold medal, is what yeah, you're saying. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yes. It depends on the sport for me. Like I like track. You know what I mean? I root, but also like you know when Usain Bolt was running, like I want him to win too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I root for the superheroes at the Olympics. Right, like I'm a right, I'm a right. I'm a front runner. I guess rooting for the Americans is part of that because it's like our softball team is gonna beat everyone by sixty fucking runs this year. You know what I mean? Like so, but it's like Usain Bolt, Michael Phelps, like Simone Biles. Whoever the craziest person that I'm going to be able to say, like, when my kids are older, we'll have watched this person together, and it's the only time anyone will have ever seen some shit like this. Yeah. Like, did you guys see the um, the lower bowl view of one of Simone Biles's floor routines that went, that oh, went viral that, a couple of days ago? It was like it was just by changing the camera view to someone sitting in the stands. It looks like she's a fucking superhero when she hits the like. La- and I don't know shit about gymnastics. When she hits the last jump. And she does the 15 fucking twirly things in the air. It was like, <laughs> yeah. this is not possible. And you're used to seeing it from the NBA cam. But when you mm-hmm. see it from a cell phone, like sitting there, you're like, this is fucking crazy. Right. Like, I do not it understand. It wasn't possible before her, though. It wasn't possible. Like, isn't that, isn't that the, 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 the thing that only she can, like, can do live? Like, was it, is it, isn't like that, that I, I don't know what the fuck. But anyway, remember, remember that Dave and Dave shit? Remember, oh, the, yeah. remember that Seminar, shit? Um, and both of them were fucking like we, we you you they put Nike ass fucking like ads behind them. I think they were doing like the decathlon, decathlon or some shit, both, right? Yeah. And I think one didn't even make it out of the trials. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That was sometimes I think about that shit and I feel like they played me. I thought these niggas was the coldest niggas in the world, bro. They had me rooting for these <laughs> motherfuckers, and they were the fucking fucking Cleveland Browns, nigga. Both of them was fucking. Like we we got the dream team that summer though, and yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. They had they who there was seemed like there was a bunch of people like in the Olympics that that was going on that I thought it wasn't just them. It was seemed like it was a bunch of Nike ads when Nike made really fun ads and not this emo ass shit. But anyway, ninety six was fun. Dominique Dawes. Oh my god. Oh my bro. Oh my hey, fucking god! I literally thought I was gonna marry Dominique Dawes. I, 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 I was think, obsessed with Dominique Dawes. Bro. I thought Dominique Dawes was gonna be like. I thought we was gonna get married at like fucking sixteen, bro. <laughs> I 
I was gonna. I, 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 remember, remember that wasn't a show. Was a show called Street Summit or some shit. Team Summit. Uh, Team Summit. I thought I was gonna yeah. pull up the Team Summit. <laughs> Any plan you have that involves you making a live appearance at Team Summit, <laughs> bro, you should have known you was on some bullshit. Nigga, I was young though. I'm gonna pull up the Team Summit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> She gonna peep your boy, you know what I mean? And, and we go choose hey, about the crowd, huh? Yep, yeah, sixteen, we getting married. You feel me? Flat the fuck. I think I think like she was. It was like seventh seventh grade summer when we first saw her, bro. I was like, yo, that's my wife. I'm telling my mom like dead serious. Like I found the one, nigga. not knowing that every <laughs> other kid on the planet felt the exact same way. That was my age. You know what I mean? Like the fuck. All right, that's all the time we've got. We're fired up uh, for game five on Saturday. We'll have uh, our next episode on Monday talking about that and a bunch of other random shit, I'm sure. Uh, Thank you, as always, for fucking with us. Continue to give us five stars. And tell your friends to subscribe. And subscribe to the volume on YouTube. And shout out to Adam and his wife for having their baby. And shout out to Jackson for the live auction. And shout out to Biko for not being... We're not falling asleep during the fucking podcast. podcast. <laughs> no, she's she's dead asleep she's right now. I guarantee you she's asleep right now. Right. Brittany, come on the podcast right now if you're awake. <laughs> Say hi. Hi, I'm awake. Oh, okay. <laughs> Congratulations, Biko. <laughs> it's the end. All right, y'all. We'll see y'all on Monday. Peace. Bye. Bye. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.